Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. To see this, I remember the, the buzz around the Serial podcast back in 2014 when people said that it was going to be a game changer in the case. I speak of the case of Adnan Syed, who was sentenced to life in... 2000, he was 17 then, for the murder of his girlfriend called Hamian Lee. She was strangled and buried in a park in Baltimore, Maryland in 1999. Now, on Monday of this week, a judge in Maryland, Judge Melissa Finn, overturned his conviction because prosecutors said there were two other possible suspects who were never disclosed to the defense. And there's many other things. So he's now on home detention. And the state of Maryland has been told to decide whether or not to seek a new trial date or dismiss the case in the next 30 days. The, no one knew anything about this case until the podcast serial. Shirley, I remember listening to it at the time and thinking they could be onto something here. And then I kind of fell away from it. But they stuck with the story, and, and this looks like justification. Morning. Good morning, PJ. Yeah, I think anybody who is a fan of true crime podcasts or documentaries has probably heard of Serial in one form or another. But like Serial, the, the case of Adnan Syed was the original true crime podcast. I don't think there had been any real true crime podcast break through the way that Serial did. Um, and that came about because of um, a friend of the family of the Syeds, who's, a, who's an attorney, um, wanted his case, you know, heard and wanted his conviction overturned. And she was leaving no stone unturned. And she contacted this journalist, Sarah Koenig, um, and asked her, you know, would she look into the case? And it was never the intention for it to be a podcast, but that's kind of what it became. And it's now one of the most downloaded true crime podcasts ever. Yeah, that's a strange story, Shirley. How did it, it, like you said, never was intended to be a podcast? No, so Sarah Koenig it was an investigative journalist who was working for uh, the news agency NPR in the States. And podcasting was, wasn't was new, but it was relatively new as the kind of a mainstream form of, of broadcasting. Um, so when this friend of the family, Ravia Chowdhury, contacted Sarah Koenig, it kind of became, I suppose she was accumulating, when she started investigating it, she started accumulating a lot of audio. Uh, she was interviewing people, she was listening back to police. Uh, interviews and she sort of approached it more like an audio documentary as opposed to a podcast yeah npr will do a lot of that yeah 
Yes, exactly. So it kind of evolved. She started out thinking I could make this a documentary series using the audio and then it, it kind of kind of evolved into a, a serialized podcast. And at what point, Shirley, did people begin to realize, hang on, she's onto something here? I think what happened was she started really deep diving into things like timelines and um, DNA testing and witness statements. So she also was in contact with Adnan Syed himself. She had a lot of telephone calls where he was very open about what where she should be looking. So, for instance, one of the things was the journey time from where the alleged murder took place, which was in the parking lot of a Best Buy um, supermarket, to the dumping of the body in um, Leakin Park, a couple of kilometres away. And Adnan had always maintained that that journey was not possible in the time frame that the police said it happened. Mm-hmm. So he was he was instructing her to sort of time it, do, do it yourself, time it and see, investigate how long it would take to get from the car park to the side of the road into the site to where the body was found and there was a lot of witnesses whose testimonies had changed from their initial police interviews to their testimony in court and she did a real deep dive into those and kind of nitpicked and picked away at little things and she got the case files as well and she looked into those Mm. there was massive issues with Adnan Syed's original defence lawyer um, who didn't do a really good job and she felt that he hadn't had a fair representation and then she did find some notes in those law- in that lawyer's uh, files unearthing the possibility of an alibi, number one, and you know, alternate suspects, which is always a huge thing and there was that was never disclosed at the time yeah. of the trial, which in America is called a Brady violation when there is evidence that's not disclosed yeah. to the defence at Look, the time. And that might have been, was, was that the key? Because there's any number of true crime podcasts and documentaries and books and, and all of that. But getting from the podcast and whatever is in it back into a courtroom in front of someone like Judge Melissa Finn, that's a leap. And what enabled them to make that leap? Well, what actually happened was after the serial podcast, there was an appeal filed, you know, bringing new evidence to the fore and that appeal failed. But what actually happened then was last year in the state of Maryland where the crime was committed, there was a new law brought in and that law is called the Juvenile Restoration Act. And that means if you have been convicted of a crime, a felony, when you were a minor, so under the age of 18, and you've served more than 20 years of that sentence, you deserve the right to uh. appeal for the balance of that conviction to be either thrown out or um, shortened. So Adnan Syed filed immediately for that when that act came in came into law last year. But in the meantime... Um, obviously all the evidence that had been accumulated through the podcast people and you have these web sleuths that are always out there investigating these cases after listening to the podcast there have been a lot of information come to light and then it was then really that the prosecution this was all initiated by the prosecution and not the defence decided that perhaps the mm. nature of the conviction wasn't 100% uh, based on 
the new evidence that had come to light and based on the fact that he had now filed this yeah. um, appeal for the Juvenile Restoration Act. Like the, 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 there's a woman called Becky Feldman, chief of their sentencing review unit in Baltimore, Maryland, and, and she told the judge like there were various elements of the case, like flawed mobile phone data, unreliable witness testimony, a potentially biased detective, plus two more people who might have done it. Like that's enough reasonable doubt. To, to it's a lot of reasonable yeah. doubt, yeah. And um, th- just yesterday, there was an updated episode of the Serial Podcast released, based, you know, on on the new evidence and the new information. Just a quick fifteen minute update. And in that episode, Sarah Koenig does mention about these two alternate suspects. She doesn't name them because obviously they've not been charged with anything, but she does say that they were mentioned in the original podcast. And there's also um, a documentary on Now TV uh, called The Case Against Adnan Syed, a four-part four documentary kind of following it in, in real time as well. Mm. So these alternate suspects are mentioned in both the podcast and on the documentary. Mm. So it would be pretty obvious without naming them who they are if you yeah. are familiar with either of those, yeah, you know? Yeah, Judge, Judge Judge Finn now has ordered the state to decide what to do within 30 days, but it seems fairly fairly slam dunk that they'll quash the conviction and, and let him go free, which is huge work, huge investigative work. It's huge, and I think, you know, it's it's even Sarah Koenig did say at the in the updated episode that it's very unlikely that there will be a retrial of him. It will be more that it will be a fresh investigation. And that kind of, that plays into, like, this is happening a lot lately. Anybody who listens to a lot of true crime podcasts, in the last number of years, there have been any number of cold cases reinvestigated leading to trials there have been convictions overturned this is a new wave of these you know web sleuths and armchair detectives that are bringing light to cold cases and possible unfair convictions and and for years they might have been dismissed as cranks and conspiracy theorists but here's one where it's absolutely proved to be worth following. Shirley, before I let you go, I know you keep an eye on the celebrity world. You were saying to Fiona about Adam Levine. Is mm. he innocent or guilty? Well, I think it's 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 not as straightforward as that. I think he's broken trust, and that's, that's the foundation of any relationship, whether he physically did it or emotionally did it or however way you want to look at it. He's broken the trust, and that's a breakdown of a relationship. There you go. All right, Shirley, thank you. Shirley Donovan, the Serial Podcast is there. Loads and loads and loads of episodes. You could start right back at the start if you wanted to. Quartz 96 FM. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.